Hey, this is a show before the show where we tell you our thoughts. And our We th- disagreed a lot on this game, on these two titles. Yes, but that doesn't mean that it's the end of our partnership. That just means that I have better taste than Chase does. Anyway, you can find us on all the social medias, mostly Facebook and Instagram. We're also on Twitter occasionally, and we're also on YouTube. YouTube's a work in progress, but we're going to work to hopefully, by the end of the season, maybe first or next season, bring you some... Uh, We've got a captured card now. We're going to try to bring you some live stream of some of the games we've been playing. Let you see some of the gameplay with our commentary in the background, possibly. Those are some of the things we've got in the pipeline for the future. Um, We also wanted to take some time just to tell you about stuff we've got in the pipeline and also about some of our merch. We do have merch. It's on Threadless. Um, anything with the Playcube Gamecast logo, we have flags, we have COVID masks, we have uh, shirts, t-shirts. Anything you can do to help us out, that really helps us make more content for you guys. We want to do more. Um, anything you purchase, we do appreciate. Listen, we could set up a Patreon or a buy me a coffee, but or even a PayPal account. But right now, we just have to start us merch. Yes, so if you want to support us, if you want to see more from us... If you really want to support us, uh, you could rate and review us on iTunes. Hit yes. that podcast app, that purple icon. Mm-hmm. You could give us five stars. Share this with your friends. That would really help us out. Yes, very much so. But other than that, let's get on to this show. We got a good one for you, and this is a two-for, two-part episode. Enjoy. See you soon. Hello, welcome to the Play Cube Gamecast. I'm your host, Chase. I'm your co-host, Jimmy, and we are back. We are back talking to you about... Simpson... <laughs> we are back to discuss Crazy Taxi. Crazy then... Taxi, which is not what I said at first, but we're going to go with Crazy Taxi. And we're going to talk about Simpsons Road Rage. Yes, and how one blatantly ripped off the other and kind of just copied the other's homework and was like... Oops. When they got caught. But we'll discuss that later. Right now, we're splitting this episode up into three parts. Part one's Crazy Taxi. Part two, Simpsons Road Rage. Yes, and I'll just be up front with this. I grew up with Road Rage. I played Crazy Taxi recently just to see the similarities, and it's very obvious that the Simpsons just straight up ripped them off. But I gotta say, being a Simpsons fan, I actually prefer Road Rage. And for the first time, Chase and I actually differ on which game we prefer. And part three, we'll be tying it all together. Yes. So tune in for part one. Crazy Taxi. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Crazy Taxi, uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, man. Crazy Taxi, it is the best arcade game brought to a home console. I disagree. There's no, pl- there's no plot. You don't need a plot for a great arcade game. All you need is a few minutes to get into world, know what you're driving, and know what you're dropping off. But there's no point. There's nothing. There's no reward. There is a point. There's you no... make money. Yeah, but what happened? Like, there's no reason why you're making the money. 
listen, for the arcade title, for the arcade experience, you're literally trying to explore the game map, all right? Because Crazy Taxi, you have one minute to pick up a fare, drive around, drop them off, and you get a few more seconds added to it. And it literally is just like Uber, because you don't make shit in this game. (laughs) Hey, they will throw away hundreds of dollars just to get to where they want to go in really fast amounts of time. Regardless of traffic loss. Oh yeah, you'll be drifting, boosting, jumping over cars. Oh yeah. All while you have this amazing soundtrack by the Offspring and Bad Religion in the background. So all your pre-Y2K bands, oh yeah, you're going to love this if you're a fan of that stuff. If you don't like this music, you might want to turn the volume down. Because they will blare this shit every two minutes. For real. It does get repetitive, but... One thing that I do love is the direct product placement in the game. Listen, in the Dreamcast version we played, we saw stores like Pizza Hut, the original Levi's. KFC. Tower Records. But mainly KFC. (laughs) But KFC is definitely notable, alright? They have the original red roof for the Pizza Hut. You definitely know where you're going. See, but it's not really that much of a product placement. It just makes the world feel more real, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And we'll get into later on how when this game got ported for other consoles later on, it kind of got watered down a bit. Wasn't quite as good or the same as the original. Because the arcade version was made on this Naomi board. The Dreamcast also had the same board. It was pretty much a one-to-one transfer over. You didn't get so lucky as it got ported onto later stuff over the years. You lost all the licensing, so you lost KFC, you lost... Pretty much all the name brand stuff, and it just got replaced with generic stuff, including the soundtrack. Yeah. When it got ported over to the PC by Activision, you lost KFC, you lost the music. Everything became like a generic 90s punk band. That's sad. (laughs) I will tell you this. The Dreamcast version, the one we played, Mm. I would say that was the best version I've played. I've never played it on anything else, so I can't argue. (laughs) I mean, I played the Android version as well. Oh, yeah? It's not that bad. It's like two bucks. Okay. Sure, you can't exactly control it as well as you used to. I'm sure. (laughs) But when you're sitting down a toilet trying to take a two-minute dump... You take two-minute dumps? It's more like five to seven for me. And you're going to probably spend most of that time playing the game. Yeah. You're like, I need to wipe, but I also need to make this corner. Decisions were made. (laughs) Listen, if you can find this game for the GameCube PS2, go for it, because it still has the original licensing deals, the original music. If it's a remaster, it's better off being skipped, and honestly... If you could find it, if you find this on the 360 PS3, avoid it. At all cost. Especially if you're playing on PC. I'm sorry, PC dudes. Yeah, I remember one time, when I was at my dad's job once, they had a Dreamcast set in the back and nothing but Crazy Taxi to play. So I played it like all the time over there. Nice. And I'm the opposite. I grew up on Simpsons Road Rage. So I have heard the comparisons about Simpsons Road Rage and Crazy Taxi. I didn't know how true they were, but having played both, I'm like, yeah, it's a blatant ripoff. And I'm the opposite way because I've never touched Simpsons Road Rage until just last month. Well, I grew up on The Simpsons and I also grew up on Road Rage. I can remember playing this game when I was like eight, nine years old. And, I don't know, it just brings back happy memories where I didn't have to, like, pay money to live and uh, (laughs) be broke all the time. But we'll discuss our true thoughts on Road Rage later. True. Right now we're focusing on Crazy Taxi. 
Crazy Taxi, which was a pretty smooth Dreamcast game. It was playing at yeah. a solid 60 frames per second for the most part. I have no problem with the with the graphics or the frame rate. My problem is just, uh, one, I'm used to road rage. So I'm used to, as soon as you pick up a fare, that meter is constantly rolling and you're constantly making money. Whereas I believe in Crazy Taxi, you only make money when you drop them off. You make like a set amount, then you have to dodge traffic weaving in and out. And that's how you make your money. Yeah. A little different, but you know, I I do like that you have four cab drivers and four cabs to choose from. You get a little bit of a variety, but to me, it's just, it's not, I grew up on road rage, so, and I'm a Simpsons fan, so if I was going to choose one over the other, I would choose road rage, but Chase disagrees with me. Yeah. I know we're going to go really deep into Road Rage when we get to the second part. Mm-hmm. But let's just say I find this repetitive. Both? Like, beyond insanely repetitive. Both games or Road Rage? Funny enough, Road Rage is more repetitive to me than Crazy Taxi. I disagree, but I understand. Both games have repetitive dialogue, but Road Rage is really bad about it. And also... We'll get into this more when we cover the Road Rage episode, but those loading screens. <laughs> Let's just look at some of the scores for the reception for Crazy Taxi. Because people love the Dreamcast version. It was like 9.6 out of 10 by IGN. But as soon as the ports came more and more, they just went lower and lower. Just shows you how low our standards were back then. The PC <laughs> version came out in 2002, a couple years later. Uh-huh. And that received a max total of 59%. Ouch. Yeah. That's a big dip. You know, there wasn't that many Dreamcast games available when 1.8 million units made it the second best-selling Dreamcast game. That's not a lot, is it? That's not even scratching the surface on the PS2 side. I'm sure. (laughs) PS2 outsold everybody back then. Right. PS2 was like one of the best-selling consoles of all time. Wow. Is this for a crazy tech? Yeah. Wow. 2.52 million. That's... A lot more. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally triple, more than triple what the GameCube sales were. <laughs> yeah, well. We know there's not really much of a story for a Crazy Taxi, but supposedly the main story is three hours long. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be a completionist of the Crazy Box, the original map, the Which, arcade why map. why would you be? I mean, in just to- because... In today's day and age, why would you want to be completionist for Crazy Taxi? I don't know. (laughs) Exactly. But, I mean, if you've never played it before and you want to experience it, then yeah, sure. But I literally started getting bored after 10 minutes, and I'm just being honest. Which is the opposite for me, because every now and then I just hop on the Dreamcast and just play another quick round. Nice. But between the maps, the arcade from the straight arcade and the original for the Dreamcast... It's always nice to see that West Coast splendor in all its glory. I do like that it's set in San Francisco and you got all the hills and everything. I'll give it that. Yeah. It does give it more of an authentic vibe than uh, Road Rage does. Yeah, because these hills are steep 45 degree inclines. You could literally be flying off the ramp on any side. Steeper than the downward spiral our country is currently on. Did I say that or just think it? Listen, if you want prices for this game, Dreamcast isn't that bad, but the cheaper version is on the PS2. Wow, PS2 version is dirt cheap. Yeah, if you want a loose copy of the disc on a PS2, it's $450. If you want a box, that's like $10. If you want a brand new, that's $27. <laughs> Dreamcast, 
Lewis is 1750. Complete is 27. Brand new Dreamcast game is $54. And if you just want to play this. Why? Why would you spend $54 to play this? And if you really want to play it, but you don't have a Dreamcast, PlayStation, or GameCube, just get it on your phone, man. It's like free. With ads. If you don't want ads, it's $2. That's what I would do. Go for the arcade. Go for the Android or iOS version. That's all I have to say. There you go. Because they brought back the original soundtrack for the Android version. Ooh. So you have Bad Did Religion. Did they bring back KFC, You have The Offspring. Though. And you only have Fried Chicken Shack. Aw. <laughs> After we finish uh, recording this, we're actually going to get some fried chicken to commemorate the episode. Other than that, I don't really have anything else to really say about Crazy Taxi. Just that I want fried chicken now. <laughs> Damn product placement getting us good. Damn it. Even 20 years on, they're still getting us. <sighs> All right, time for part two. Simpsons Road Rage. It came out in November of 2001. It's almost been 20 years since this came out. Yes. That scares me. <laughs> Simpsons Road Rage. Was developed by Radical Entertainment. Same people made Hit and Run. Oh, Radical! Sorry. <laughs> I had to. They initially got the gig by offering something that wasn't a kart racer at the time. Instead, they offered a crazy taxi clown. We played this on the PS2 version. I have played the Xbox version before, but I have not played the GameCube or the GBA version. We did watch some playthroughs of those. They're... A little different. We're not getting into that today. We're focusing on the console version, correct? Yes. Now, one big difference between the actual game that came out and the game that was shown at E3 was originally this game, all the maps, I think there's six maps? Yeah. Six maps. Originally, you could traverse all six maps and go from one map to the other. When it came time for the PS2 to come out, though, the PS2 version and the console version... Why don't I let my friend Chase explain what happened? Because that is not the version that you wound up with when the game came out. We saw the E3 build. It was more cartoony. It was an interconnected map. But that was only on the Xbox. When they had to work into PS2, the hottest selling console at the time, there were so many bugs and they had to meet a November deadline. Mm -hmm. They were like, you know what? We're going to cut three characters and we're going to cut this whole map into six different maps. Yep, meaning that you can't traverse the entire game map in one sitting. You have to play through one level, then move to another game map to advance forward. And the way, the thing I like about Road Rage is it's a loose story, but there actually is a, I'm doing air quotes here, there actually is a plot, but it's a very loose plot. Basically, Mr. Burns comes out with these atomic powered megabuses that run on nuclear power. And they're radiating the citizens, they're driving erratically and causing massive havoc, wreaking havoc on the entire town of Springfield, basically. And they're also ridiculously expensive. Yes. So your job, Homer, decides that he's going to start his own taxi service, which means the Simpsons predicted Uber 20 years ahead. Well, more like eight, nine years ahead. Yeah, just eight years ahead. And, um... Homer decides to start his own taxi service, and he gets the entire town of Springfield in on it. You can play 
as several characters here. You can play as uh, you can play as uh, Barney Gumble, Willie, Groundskeeper Willie. You can play as Bart, Lisa, Homer, and each character has their own unique vehicle and their own unique vehicle stats. Listen, there's 16 characters here. If this was going to be a kart racer, that's it. There is one thing that I do want to get into where Road Rage differs from Crazy Taxi. You do get some time bonuses that help you on the clock with your fares. Like if you hit, um, you get a two second bonus every time you take out a bus, a Mr. Burns bus stop for his nuclear buses. You also get a five second time bonus and a thousand dollar bonus to your fare if you complete a Road Rage. And a Road Rage is basically destroying things in your path to get a bonus. Now, on the flip side of the coin, you also get a bonus for driving safe, which means if you hit more than three vehicles during your route, you lose the bonus. But if you give them a safe ride and you don't collide into anything, you get a $250 bonus plus, I think, like three seconds on the clock. But that really depends on what character you're picking up. Yes. Some people want it safe like Flanders and Marge. Some people just want it full-on destruction derby like Snake. Or auto. But the amazing thing is to know that this game sold amazingly well. Well, it was an early title for the PS2. I mean, the PS2 was hot and brand new around this time. It had only been, what, a year or two since it came out? Yeah. So, I mean, this was on the bestsellers list, and this was before Hit and Run came out. A couple years before Hit and Run. And we all know who won that battle. Hit yes, and Run. Very much so. One thing that I will say, and I'm not we're not here to make comparisons between Hit and Run and Road Rage because those are two separate games, but one thing I will say that I like about Road Rage as opposed to Hit and Run is the environments are much more destructible. You can knock down trees, you can bump into people, you can destroy a whole lot of stuff in this town, whereas in Hit and Run, you can destroy stuff, but if you rack up that meter, you'll get a hit and run and the cops will chase you. Here, you're more free to cause more wanton destruction without consequence. Here in Road Rage, you can literally drive through any main character from the TV show I mean, and watch them ragdoll up into the sky. We've literally driven up Springfield Dam. <laughs> yeah, graphics in this game, they and, don't exist. And the laws of physics don't exist either. Sorry, I meant to say physics. I said graphics. Yeah. <laughs> No, the fit, the graphics are actually pretty decent for early PS2. I, I think it looks pretty good, even 20 years on. You know what? After seeing the E3 build for this game, though, I do wish they went for the more cartoony look. Yeah, it, it did look more like Springfield. This one looks more like when... Like, you remember when those early SpongeBob games came out, like Battle yeah. for Bikini Bottom, and they changed them from 2D to 3D? Yeah. It's a similar situation here, where it just looks a little off. Yeah, nothing looks more off than Simpson than uh, Homer Simpson with like three hair strands. Yes, very much so. While we're into that, why don't we get into Chase's main gripe with this? And this is load screens and repetitive dialogue. Listen, you pick up everybody. You have like four lines to shuffle through. All right. Yes, and that and that's not exaggerated. Like, you'll hear the same line being repeated literally two minutes after you just heard said line. Hop in. I have candy. Yes, I need to go to such and such. Don't sit on my nachos. And then, like, five seconds later, don't sit on my nachos. <gasps> Homie, I brought you a bag of Pop-Tots. <laughs> uh, and then you pick up Ralph and he goes, Can you take me home? The leprechaun tells me to burn things. That was a really bad impression. <laughs> I don't know. 
I've heard worse. Yeah, true. But yeah, even though it's fun for a nice quick laugh in the beginning. Also, let me also just specify here. If you are a Simpsons fan, you'll enjoy this. I mean, it's worth it if you are a classic Simpsons fan, like 90s Simpsons. Not today's Simpsons, but like when the Simpsons was still like critically acclaimed and they were still edgy. And not politically correct like they've become, but that's a story for another day. Anyway, um, I think you'll enjoy this if you are a Simpsons fan. If you're not a Simpsons fan, then eh, play, play uh, Vice City. No, play Crazy Taxi. There you go. Yeah, okay. Even though I don't see the point in Crazy Taxi because it's even more uh, redundant than Road Rage and that there's not a plot. Well, here's the thing, though. The only way to beat this game is you have to get a million dollars. Yeah, and that's going to take some time. Completionist for this game is what? 30 hours. Yeah, no one's going to play this for 30 hours. Just the main story alone is 11 and a half hours. Yeah, and to be honest, I never, even when I owned this as a kid, I never really played the story. I just sort of tried to beat my high score as far as how big of a fare I could get and cause as much destruction and mayhem as possible while doing it. And sure, that's fine if you're a kid, but really... Just to think about how many different times you have to go through the same level over and over again. Yeah, this won't work if you're a depressed 30-year-old like we are still living at home. What? Was that exaggerated? It was kind of exaggerated, but you know what I mean. (laughs) As we record my apartment. Yes. Let's be real. You kind of need these maps to be interconnected, alright? Some of these levels don't work on their own. Some of these levels, like Springfield Dam, are just unnecessarily difficult because of the terrain and the fast U-turns you have to make. To me, the hardest maps are Springfield Dam and the nuclear power plant. The nuclear power plant literally has one choke point, a bridge, crossing over two areas. Yes, and to get to the other half of the map, you literally have to have the map down, or else you'll make wrong turns, lose time, and then your fare will bail on you, and you will look stupid. And these fares will bear on you, bail on you. Before that final zero hits the bell. Very much so. Like as soon as it hits one second, they're already jumping out. And you're already half a second away from the exit. They'll bail on you faster than an Afghan refugee trying to cling onto that plane for mercy. Say what you will about Crazy Taxi. At least there is no other drivers trying to kill me. Yeah, the buses... Okay, so... There are two things you have to watch out for in Road Rage. There, They are Burns' city buses, which are insane and literally try to kill you at any point in time just to slow you down and make you lose your fare. And then there's Mr. Burns himself, who's being driven around in his limousine by Mr. Uh, Smithers. Get him, Smithers. And then, yeah, you gotta dodge. And Mr. Smithers will literally appear out of nowhere to try to stop you last minute from making that fare. It's infuriating. It's always creepy when you're dropping off a fare or picking up a fare and you see a bus in the background just watching, waiting for the right moment to strike. Lurking. We're a retro gaming community. We like to review retro games, let you know about games you might have missed or forgotten from the past. That being said, if you're a Simpsons fan and you're wanting to relive your childhood and enjoy a game that's Simpsons-based and you're not sure which one to pick, Pick Hit and Run over Road Rage. You'll have more fun. There's an actual story, and there's just a lot more. The cars show damage in that game as opposed to this game where everything's invincible. Uh, and there's more of a plot, and it's more like... I, I mentioned in the I mentioned last time when we did Hit and Run that it was basically a, 
a Treehouse of Horror episode or an extra bonus Simpsons episode. Not so much with Road Rage. This is more just very loosely based on Crazy Taxi, but with Simpsons dialogue and characters. If there's anything I have to say about this game, I would say avoid it with a 10-foot pole. I'm not going to be that harsh on it. I think if you're a Simpsons fan, there is fun to be had here. Sure, there's fun to be had just in the first hour alone. Yes, and then it becomes redundant and repetitive. So, if you're a diehard Simpsons fan, it's worth it. If not, probably want to pass on this one. And I'm going to say pass on Crazy Taxi just because there's no plot in it, and I think there's better driving games out there. And with the dated physics and the dated graphics, it's like, what's the point? The point is to have fun. Yeah. Crazy Taxi is more fun than Road Rage. I disagree. I say Road Rage is more fun because you get the Simpsons characters, the Simpsons dialogue. There's an actual plot this time, and it's the Simpsons. I mean, you're going to have fun regardless. Even though the the uh, dialogue can be repetitive, and some of the physics make absolutely no sense. I don't think we mentioned this yet, but the loading, though. The loading screen. Yes, we timed ourselves. The loading screen from level to level, like if, say, you want to start a new race or you want to change location or you want to pick up a new fare as a different character, you are obligated to sit through a 30-second-plus load screen. We timed it. The last load screen we timed was 32 seconds. That is enough time to take a pee, maybe uh, change your baby's diaper or, uh, I don't know, uh, take out the trash. When you have missions that are pretty much 15 20, 30 seconds long, it seems like a chore just to do that when you're waiting for it. When you're waiting for a load screen to load. Yeah. For twice that time. I love how the reviews are like, load time can be as slow as Homer's wit, but that's small beans when Road Rage is one of the wildest, funniest rides around. Yeah, like the last quote I just said, that was from Nintendo Power. That's like 92 out of 100. They love this game. Other people, not so much. Yeah, some of these, I'm looking at some of these reviews and I'm like, ouch. So overall, I got like a 6.2 out of 100. But some people just really don't like this game. The consensus seems to be that the biggest problem they have with the game are the load times and the pretty much lack of a storyline. And when I say this game has a plot, I mean that in the loosest of terms. It's paper thin. Yeah. There is a plot, but not really. If this plot was a book, it'd be a single sheet of paper. Yes. Double spaced. (laughs) (laughs) With a header and a footer. Oof. Other than that, you can get this game pretty cheaply on the PS2 and Xbox. On the GameCube, it's insanely expensive for some reason. For absolutely no reason that we can fathom, other than that it must be really rare. Listen, if you want a box version of this for the PS2, you can get this thing for about $9.25, alright? That's $9.25. If you want the same thing for the GameCube, you're cranking up that price by another $30. Ouch. Listen, if you want this thing brand new for the Xbox, that's $35. That's a tank of gas. Yeah, well, how much is uh, the new GameCube version? $117. That's like, what, four tanks of gas? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Nobody needs this game brand new for the GameCube. That's a lobster dinner with wine and hopefully a happy ending. How many happy endings are you expecting? <sighs> More than I get. Oh. So we recently asked everyone on the pod, everyone on our Instagram about what would they prefer, Crazy Taxi or Road Rage. The astounding number was like Road Rage. See? It's because it's The Simpsons. Anything you slap The Simpsons name on is going to outsell whatever the competition is, even if it's the exact same thing and not even necessarily better. I don't see Simpsons skateboarding outselling Tony Hawk anytime soon. No, I don't. No, not at all. 
And to be honest, I don't really see, even if they remaster it, I don't see Hit and Run outselling GTA. But yeah, we had 65% of everyone involved voting Road Rage over Crazy Taxi. Wow. That's pretty... See? They all agree with me. Meaning that my opinion is superior. Chase's opinion doesn't really matter, folks. What does it say? (laughs) That poll was originally to decide whether or not we would do Road Rage first or Crazy Taxi first. But we realized just how close this game really is. Which is why we decided to do a twofer and compare the two titles and just knock out two birds with one proverbial stone. Otherwise, we'd just have to be like two separate episodes, both of them about 15 minutes long each. Just being like, hey, this game's better. No, this game's better. No, that game's better. And be honest, folks, you wouldn't even be listening right now if it was a crazy taxi. Just because The Simpsons is attached to this, that's why y'all clicked on this episode, and that is why you're listening to us right now. I don't think he's wrong. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And to the dozens of people literally listening to us right now, we love you all. And please tell your friends because we're lonely and... But other than that, it's time to move on to part three. Yes. What ties it all together. And that is the lawsuit. So, Sega recently had a patent, all right? Uh Uh-huh. It was the game display method, moving direction indicating method, and a gaming stimulator driving apparatus, all right? It's pretty much just describing Crazy Taxi on a patent form. Liars have to make everything boring, don't they? And they were awarded that patent in 2001, same year this game came out. Although this game came out November of that year. They didn't wait around till like 2003 before they finally filed a lawsuit against Fox, EA, and the developer Radical Entertainment. Claiming that the road that Simpsons Road Rage was a patent infringement on Sega's Crazy Taxi. Which, let's be real, it truly is. Yeah, they basically just copied the other person's homework. It's like, instead of a little driving arrow, you have a finger, finger, alright? That's totally different. (laughs) Instead of decent music, you have elevator music. Yeah, basically just background music. They don't even use any music from the show, I don't think, on The Simpsons. It's just generic. I don't even know what was going on with the music. Yeah. It was all drowned out by the one-liners. And that's all this game is. Yes, it's the original Simpsons cast, and yes, they're reprising all their roles, and they all sound great, but the dialogue is limited at best, and it gets extremely repetitive. So Sega requested the court to, one, stop the sale and import of Simpsons Road Rage, which was already millions at this time, Mm -hmm. two, recall copies of the game currently in retail, and three, award damages for lost profits. However, the defendants, i.e. EA, Fox, and Radical, they were like, counterclaim, but then they were like, we're going to go to a private meditation. Prior to the commencement of the claim. And they eventually settled out of court for an unknown amount, alright? Probably more than our annual salaries. Probably more than our annual salaries combined times ten. Yes. They settled out of court... And nobody saw another Crazy Taxi clone until, like, 2018 when the patent expired. Funny how that works. I mean, I think the only Crazy Taxi clone thing I've seen recently was Taxi Chaos on the Switch. And it looks just like Crazy Taxi. So, I gotta ask you this, Chase. I know you were not a fan of this game, but it's gotta be better than the Italian job that we just recently did, right? You know what? I'll give you that. Okay. Even though some of the controls were the same, uh-huh. like using the second joystick... 
At least this time you had a mini-map. Yes. <laughs> at least I knew where I was going. Yes. And at least the the cars had different feels to them and they didn't all feel the exact same and handle the exact same. At least the cars have drivers. Yes. So that's it for this week's episode. Crazy Taxi, Simpsons Road Rage, Little Lawsuit. We hope you enjoyed it and continue to enjoy our podcast. Please tell your friends and have them tell their friends and so on. Check out our merch, which is at... Playcube at threadless.com. There you go. We're on Threadless. Um, We'll have... Okay, moving on. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, mostly Instagram, if you really need to get a hold of us. Occasionally Twitter or YouTube, but we haven't moved on full scale to those yet. No, I think Jimmy should be in charge of the Twitter page. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Listen, I get so many questions from Jimmy on a daily basis, you have no idea, guys. That's what keeps it fun. I'm not even going to tell you the last question I got from him. I don't remember what it was, honestly, but please don't repeat it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say it involves a a large amount of uh, mayonnaise. Sad part is I don't even know what he's referring to, and I probably sent him that a few hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) Other than that, I've been your host, Chase. I'm your co-host, Jimmy, and until next time, we are the PlayCube Gamecast, and stay tuned. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.